The man them too inconsiderate Five star hotel smoking cigarette Mixing codeine up with a Finnegan She got thick but she wanna get Finnegan Drinking apple cider vinegar Wearing skim cause she wanna be Kimming them uh. Alright I know they are bad, stop acting innocent We ain't got generational wealth It's only a year that I've had these millions my whip could have been in a Tokyo drift cars fast and furious I went from the Toyota Yaris to Eurus They had their chance but blew it Now this girl want me and her uterus Fuck it, I'm rich, let's do it Take a look at these diamonds wrong as a life for squinting Can't just stare With bay through thick and thin She already fixed so I'm halfway there Brown and bad And that's it, we're going Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast I'm your host, Justin Belanger Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com Atlantic Canada's only 100% legal sports betting destination Your home for great promos all year around Right now, get $10 when you wager $20 on any sport on ProLine or Stadium Bets. Light up the scoreboard up to $50 in parlay tokens each week. Now, all the way until November 26. Tokens must be used by December 31st, 2023. Make your picks and earn your free play tokens. Play today at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. Look at you right now. Monday morning. You're up, you're at it, you're working, you're driving the kids to school, you're at the gym, you're working out, you're doing something. The fact that you're listening to the High Button Podcast, that means you're uh, you're actively living this life. So... What's up? I'm Justin. How we doing? Uh, another week here. I woke up this morning to a text from dude saying we're getting some snow here. I don't even have my winter tires on, so I'm kind of freaking out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully everyone listening here at least has all seasons on. I don't know what to tell you. Sports, 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 sports. Never sleep. Right now, uh, came home last night watching Edmonton Calgary game. Hell of a venue out there they have in Alberta. Great game as well. Uh, a couple other things. Wasn't too happy about that McCarr hit. Tons of stuff going on with this company. Tons of stuff going on with MLB baseball. I know dudes wants to get in on that. I don't know too much about what's going on with Arizona and Texas, but I'm all ears. You know me. Uh, it's going to be a great episode. I hope everyone's doing well out there. I know we're doing well. We're busy as hell. My head's doing a 360 every day, just looking, talking, thinking, whatever action else there is. I'm, I'm doing it to... Uh, to make sure that this company goes from point A to point B. Appreciate all the love, all the support, all the comments, all the text, everything. Um, it means the world knowing that other people are viewing the content and uh, I guess relating to it. So good stuff. I'm Justin. Jeff's here. Dudes is here. In-house podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. Boom. I can't believe we made it to another episode. Every time we start... Uh, What's the button, the record button? I'm just, you know, grateful. We're going again. The high button podcast. Does anyone know what number this is? Four something. Four. Yeah, four, five, six, maybe. Yeah. Well, anyways, just uh, just incredible to be back here once again. Dudes, Jeff, awesome to have you guys here. Apparently, well, it is raining pretty hard, but that could turn to snow any minute. But you boys might be staying the night. Could be snowed in. That's all right. No winners. Can't have you guys driving on the highway without the safety tires. But uh, no, feels good to be back Monday morning. I think that uh, by us having these Monday morning meetings are going to be very beneficial for the company. Um, for those of you that are listening a lot, I'm sure as if you listen to the podcast frequently, you know that there's a lot happening within the company. And when a lot is happening within the company, there is a lot more equipment being involved. There's a lot more people being involved. There's a lot more personalities being involved. There's a lot more teams being involved. There's a, may I continue, you know, there's a lot of things going on and to be able to wrap all of these um, things into one brain can be tough. So to have, I guess, the three of us here every Monday morning, it's good to bounce stuff off of you um, and for you guys to bounce stuff off of me. And I think it was very beneficial this morning. That's here nor now. That's here. Where does it work? That's here, here nor there. That's here nor there. Um, either way, gentlemen, happy to have you here. Dudes, how's life? Busy, but good. Okay. Busy is good. When I say busy, I mean good. That's just a, busy a synonym. Um, but no, it's good. It's uh, we're we're starting to get into a little bit of the swing of things. I agree with what you said about the meetings. It's nice to go over what we did good, what we did bad over the weekend. Because let's be let's be real here, folks. We need to do that. You need to know what you're doing good and bad, so we can address that. And just a meeting of the minds. You need to know when you have so many moving parts. 
you have to be on the same page and that's just plain and simple how it has to be so i'm uh i love being here first thing and start the week it's uh <laughs> there's many worse places i can think of being and this is not one of them so there we go well said jeff how do you feel right now feeling good good morning like you said I'm kind of in the rhythm of these monday mornings but they're coming along well i think with each passing week we get a little better make sure that wire doesn't hit like anything on the <laughs> no, is it all... gonna hit anything no, or you're it's going all over right it? it's all good <laughs> crazy. That's, just, meeting, that's throwback justin right there yeah like in mid pod i remember the, yeah, the times where i was doing everything at once the, the switcher the, the actual talking and the camera well we were talking before this about the setup in the basement at your mom's how we had the loose leaf logo on the wall which you could barely see in the screen doing 15 16 17 takes for like intros and stuff like that so yeah it's come a long way for the fact that we even have to have Monday morning meetings. Oh, yeah. Those intros is, used to uh, take forever. It's good, man. <laughs> yeah, they did for sure. Like, we could have done the podcast by the time I was done those intros. Yeah. Worried. <laughs> I was right? just worried about, uh, did I, you know. Plus, like, your vocabulary has gotten a lot better since then, too, right? I appreciate right? So that. Thank you. That's, I think we can all agree on that. Vocabulary. Yeah. It's a tough word. Yeah. It's a good start. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, it is good. It is good. So, another thing. Obviously, you talk about expanding. This week, a big uh, acquisition. Just put the when you're talking, put the camera on you. <laughs> I can't, I, just, I can't, right now, guys. Come on, come on. This is episode. No, this is, what number is this? Four something. Come on, Jeff. Come on, please. All right, all right. Acquisitions this week, a big week for High Button. Aside from the streams, what do we got going on here? Maritime hockey. Maritime hockey. So essentially, how that all played out. I remember I was up in what was I up in Moncton for when I texted you this. I think we that was when we split after the baseball. So yeah, you were in Picto, yeah. Stellarton, working baseball. Then I had to leave to go to Moncton to train Roger and uh, Troy. Mm-hmm. And I was at the the hotel by myself. I went out for dinner by myself, and I was just kind of scrolling through my phone. I don't know. This might have been maybe a month, two months ago. I don't know how long ago it was. And, uh, you know, Maritime Hockey, their Twitter account has always been relevant. And I remember this in particular night, I was just by myself scrolling through Twitter a lot. And I just kept seeing their tweets, kept seeing their tweets, kept seeing their tweets. And I liked every single one of them. Not physically. I didn't do like a heart, 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 heart. But (laughs) their brand is very aligned with our brand. And they're tweeting things out that I kind of wish we were tweeting. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't really have uh, the time to be doing the in-depth research that they're doing so um once I, I i did a little bit more research on them behind the scenes and, and who they were as people i know dudes you did as well and i reached out to them and said hey i'd love to talk i'd love to understand your business a little bit more how you guys work because they they tweet out at like early in the morning and then i found out that one of the brothers tanner i think lives out in europe so the time frame's off. So he has time to, I guess, tweet out that late at night and understand the European players that are from Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, PEI. Um, so I was really impressed with their operation and how they tweet. One guy lives here, one guy lives out there. Mm-hmm. So it worked out well in that sense. I really liked that. And then it all really just came down to being happy with the the agreement that I put in front of them. I'm not going to put numbers out there for what, we're, we're, what we paid them, but... Um, I was really happy to be able to one, I guess you could say acquire our first ever, you know, operation. It's mm-hmm. always been a, a goal or a dream, whatever you want to call it, to be able to find someone that's really talented and get them to join our forces here at high button sports. So one, I was really happy with that. And two, I'm really happy with how, I guess this is the first week it's been going. Maybe they only changed their Twitter branding like two days ago, maybe yesterday, but in terms of like the emails and stuff going back and forth, they've just been really good at getting back to us. Um, and I think it's just going to be a really good partnership moving forward. They can't really screw up. I told them as soon as we partnered, I don't want to change anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all known those people that maybe want to come and work with you and they want to change things. They want to tweak things. They want to do things this way. They want to do things that way. Why would I change something that's working? Um, Maritime Hockey has a great Twitter aqu- Twitter account. All I wanted to do was add our branding to it, and they are going to be um, – another thing I wasn't too happy about our company was we're not really tweeting out links to our streams, right. but I can't blame anyone here or anyone that works for us because when you're doing a stream, the last thing you're thinking about is Twitter and tweeting out a link. So I thought if these guys could somehow take on that responsibility, that would be great for us, and it also gives the people at home who are viewing the stream an opportunity to see these links a couple days before the stream happens. 
Um, so we'll be retweeting the links to all these streams that we'll be doing from their account. So that gives them even a little bit more traction, which is nice. And it just makes us look, you know, intertwined a little bit more that they're tweeting out our content that we're doing on a weekly basis. So, um, yeah, overall, really happy with the partnership with everything. And, uh, yeah, there's just going to be more stuff to come in terms of what like highlights i know we were talking about highlights mm. and how at the end of you know some streams some teams pay for us to chop up highlights and it'll be great to have those highlights out on twitter now send those clips to them they tweet them out the ones that we want to retweet will retweet and we keep moving forward you celebrate a little bit you're happy but at the end of the day it's just kind of you know you put your head back down in the gutter and it's time to work again so um, really happy good goal for the company time to move forward and uh not get too comfortable but yeah what are your guys thoughts on it i i love it i've followed them for a long time and to be quite honest some of the stuff that they post you're like oh man that guy's playing there or that's where that guy is now so i don't however they're doing it they're killing it because i mean like you said it lines up with our what we are trying to do and essentially as a whole to put it short is just to put a spotlight on the maritime talent right and you've pei new brunswick nova scotia newfoundland all that stuff and these guys are putting out accurate stats they're giving people a sense of where everybody's at and and how much talent we actually do have here that isn't in the nhl playing in pro leagues um so yeah i'm excited because i'm a big fan of their stuff and now it's uh our stuff as yeah, well so for sure big teammate acquisition and i love being part of a team for sure yeah no it's good it's a little bit of a dave portnoy a little mentality over there by you you know go try to find some guys bring them in mm -hmm. i like it i think that's uh that's what I've always kind of thought high button would be good doing. So two and a half years later, it's nice to see a big acquisition. It'll be interesting. And these things, it starts with this, and then we'll see where it kind of goes, right? I'm sure they're going to have their ideas yep. on how to make it better. But it starts now, I guess. Yeah. So we're just understanding the people. It's not really understanding like the business model. It's understanding the people. At the end of the day, this company is a representation of the people who are in it. Yep. I think any company moving forward, you'll look at the people rather than the actual product. You'll know if the product's good and from just looking at it, you test it out. We know that the Maritime Hockey brand is, is strong, consistent. You wake up to seeing five tweets about the players from around here, so you know they don't stop. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then you get to know the people a little bit who are behind the, the, the Twitter board or the thumb or the, the keyboard. And you find out that they're still hungry, they're still motivated, they're not satisfied, and that's something that I always look for. Um, so yeah, we got a busy, man, we got a busy year. So to have them a part of us, uh, our team, it's going to help us tremendously, and hopefully we can help them and uh, move on to the sunset together. So we'll see what happens. But happy with it for sure. Definitely. Really happy. Agreed. Good. 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 Anything welcome. else? Welcome. Actually, if the boys are listening, welcome. We're yeah, happy welcome. to have you. You know, those guys were doing this too. I hate to keep going, but they've been doing this just on their own. Yep. You know, there's been no, like, real, as far as I know, like, I can't see someone, hey, I need you guys to do this. They've just done the research. They've paid attention. They've watched games. And I, like I said, I went through a couple of their older stuff, and they're going to games. And, like, they're you know, it's actual fact, yeah. you, factual things. So they just kind of were doing it out of the goodness of their heart because they love it. And now it's uh, hopefully we can help them grow and them as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, I do kind of, you know, McKinnon's been on this podcast before, twice. Do you see what happened last night? Uh, I saw the hit on McCarr this morning, but I didn't see the rest of it. You didn't see the rest of it? <laughs> so, yeah. So, who hit him? Uh, uh, Opozo? Uh, Opozo. Uh, yeah. And it Ooh. wasn't like, I don't know, it's one of those chintzy, it's not from behind, but it's that little tap on the... What do you call that? The tongue of the pant? Yeah, like the lip. The little... The, the waistband. The waistband, but it's almost above it, like the spine protector. The OV piece. Yeah, the OV piece. Exactly. Yeah. It was like one of those little things. And it's just... It's such an unnecessary play, I think. You don't need to be doing that. Makar goes in. Apparently, Makar is fine. He had a post-game interview. He's like, I'm going to be all right. He's just he a little shooken up. It's a scary thing because going, I don't know, how fast? 70, 60 miles? Uh, how fast are hockey players going? Fast, especially Makar. Okay, so you know, you're going fast and going into the boards with no edge. It's a little scary. It happened to me, shoulder out, I'm just saying. Oh. Um, uh, whole thing, awful. What I liked about the whole thing, McKinnon getting kicked out. Why Guy did, cares. Why did he get kicked out? Yapping at the ref. Because nice. I don't think Opozo got a penalty. No, I don't think he did either. Didn't get a penalty. Not at all. So, well, me and Jeff talked about this the other day, how to sell the game of hockey. Heart. Mm-hmm. You got to wear your heart on your sleeve. You have to show emotion. You got to care. I'm not saying McKinnon getting kicked out of the game is the way to sell the game. 
you know, at the end of the day, my car was gone and McKinnon were gone in one play. Well, I think the game was in Buffalo. So you got to think about it. If you're paying to go to a Buffalo Sabres game to see McKinnon and McCarr, you're paying what? 100 to 120, around 120 bucks. You're not happy that those two guys are getting kicked out. So mm-hmm. not great for the Buffalo Sabres fan base. But McKinnon getting kicked out, not surprised. The guy cares. If one of you guys got hit from behind doing one of our streams, I would lose it on whoever did it to you. Lose it. I'm not saying I'm following McKinnon's footsteps, but I'm saying <laughs> McKinnon has that same mentality going into a game that I wake up with every single day, that he cares about the people he's playing with mm-hmm. and that he gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to get kicked out and let the ref know. Because, you know, you're, he said it himself. McCarr is going to go down as, be, go down as one of the best defensemen of all time. So really great to see. He cares. It's early in the season too, which is uh, which I even like more about it. You usually see that stuff after Christmas. But what are they, 12 games in right now? And he just cares. If the guy just cares. Mm-hmm. I know he cares about – I don't know how Drew Ann's playing right, right now, but I know he cares about that whole Drew Ann story and how he's trying to re- revive his career. I don't know if that's working out or not, but the guy just cares, bottom line. And I just love to see that. Because like what we said the other day, Jeff, you need a little heart. Sell the game. You need a little – you know, I hate to use that word controversy, but you just need – you need a guy to care. I didn't see a post-game press conference from McKinnon, though. Probably didn't want to do one. Well, I don't blame him. Well, that kind of goes back to the whole mentality of, you know, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Maybe other sports. Other sports, they do want to talk about it. Yeah. Because they want to get those Twitter mentions. They want to get those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They know because they, they understand like, that, you know, they can get a, maybe a head and shoulders deal if they yeah. if they blow up on social, you know, something like that. Troy but Polamalu. Nate, what is Nate? You know, Nate's getting 12.5 a year plus his CCM plus Tim Hortons. Plus, he's not worried about the money. He's just, he wants to win. <laughs> but that that that's the that's the whole debate. That was a storyline. I think, yeah. Tomorrow people will for, completely forget about it, but not me. I, I I loved every single second about it. But that would have been a great storyline to build on, if ESPN really covers hockey. Mm. You know, if they covered it a little bit more. If uh, Stephen A. Smith was a hockey expert, yeah. you know, he'd wake up in the morning, licking his chops. Just. <laughs> Opposo, that's a five-year sentence. Jail, just <laughs> jail time. But that—that's exactly what I mean. That's feeding the beast. And then you have people going to work nine to five. Water cooler talk. What are they talking about? Opposo needs to be in jail for five years. Yeah, yeah. Stephen A. said Attempted it. Murder. But you know, you wake up this morning, you get a little sports net, you get a little. Oh, my car. I'm okay. I'll be fine. That's the world we live in. If this is a different sport, my car's he—he's—he's up. He's upset. He yeah. wants. Uh, restitution restitution yeah he wants yeah. did i kill that yeah well, did i, I? So, yeah, is that, I think is so. that right restitution. restitution anyway sorry that was just if you're if i think redemption? you're right but yeah Reda- payback payback, payback. Oh, a bunch of words. anyway but anyways yeah. I'll, uh, I'll i'll leave it at that but that's how i feel about that whole scenario is that it could have been more i'm not saying it should have been as a hockey fan i couldn't care less i just love what mckinnon did but i'm talking in terms of everyone on the internet saying we need to sell hockey we need to sell this we need to sell that we need to make yeah. it a bigger game there's just another perfect example of why it's not the most popular thing moving forward in america that's just another example that's how i feel about it dudes how do you feel about it well two things for me the first thing i'll go right back to the beginning is the the push on the pants you know playing at the nhl especially Ocpozo, he's a vet he's played hundreds and hundreds of games you know that at that speed that little nudge from behind is going to send a player spiraling it's just how it is in that danger zone which is that two three four feet from the wall a little bit of that bump at their speed is gonna send you i don't care how good of a skater you are bobby or you're going off balance a little bit right so i didn't really like the hit i understand how those hits do happen in a sport that fast that's all i'll say about that because i i'm a grease ball on the ice anyways but the big thing about selling the game for me is I get what you're saying, but I think there is a part of the whole thing that will sell the game, and that's the teammate aspect, the give-a-fuck factor from McKinnon early on in the season. That will help sell the game, especially to like some of the older heads that are all about that team mentality and, and paying for your mistakes. And if you do this to my player, you have to face you know the tough guy or whatever. So I think that part of the whole teammate sticking together, Nate's the best player on the ice, gets kicked out, doesn't care, sends a message. He gives a shit about his teammates. That's what people want to see. Some people, controversy obviously sells, like we always say. We all know that. But I think him being that leader and showing off that side of him, the non-superstar side of him, 
will help sell it a little bit, especially in peoples that may not want to stay up and watch Colorado. Maybe they will now because they see a little bit of that edge, mm. right? Well a little bit of that old school hockey vibe. You got to care. Mm-hmm. You got to wake up every day and care, but you look like you want to say something. No, no. I mean, I just don't know how much of a talking point it, it is. Yeah. But that's you know what, what I'm saying. I mean? Yeah. But the, the, I agree all these with things you. that are happening in other sports aren't yeah. talking points either. That, what, yeah. what, what was it? Something that happened the other day in football. I forget what it was. It was something that just the most irrelevant thing that happened in football, but it made national news. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a perfect example. A handshake or that's whatever. a perfect example. Yeah. It, it's yeah. not a talking point. I'm agreeing, but I'm yeah. just saying in order to sell this thing that we call hockey, it should be, it should be. I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially yeah. if you want to get the eyes off the culture for a little bit, you know, start yeah. talking about some other stuff, the inner parts of the game, like, you know, that's like a good part of the culture. What you see there. That's like, what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah. The selling. Cause you don't, that's part of the heart of hockey. The bad culture doesn't really sell as good to the, average no. <laughs> fan but the good stuff will right yeah. like there's still some people that are like old school guys and they're like wow the culture's fine and blah 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 like i yeah. played the game all my life you know that kind of stuff so yeah. that does sell a little bit but it's <laughs> it's the it's the teammate stuff it's the inner workings of a team and they want to see that side of the players that are just aren't robots like Meh, answer the questions like this like well, yeah you know well, speaking of mckinnon the most like, the most famous one was ever was when Fournier went off remember he fought uh he like defended McKinnon in Halifax Fournier went off the entire Metro Center going nuts he hugs him at the door with his helmet off like heads off like that was a classic Halifax Mooseheads moment everyone remembers that so it's like you're right there's moments like that it's just about finding them and Wish, hoping that they, you know, maybe that side of the culture was seen a little more, but and that sticks with them with a guy like McKinnon, right? Don't think that that d- didn't have a little bit of a factor in the way he was brought up through hockey for that scenario there last night. Yeah, he didn't fight, but he made sure that everybody knew that that was wrong and he wasn't going to stand for it. The and best that's the point. Best defenseman in the world from the AJHL. Oh my god! From the, <laughs> from the who did we draft from the AJHL? <laughs> but uh, and another thing that you know, it's 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 you know, McKinnon stood up for him, but it's kind of sad McKinnon st- stood up for him. Like, where's the other guys? Yeah, I'm not saying Opozo's a great little grease ball. He's not. He's a skilled, respected player in the league. I'm mm-hmm. sure he gave Makara a nice call the next morning. But it, that, it just this kind of just goes back to the whole culture thing of hockey. Ten years ago, that's. There's a fight. There's a right brawl. Away. There's something that's happening right away. I don't know. That's the way. I, that's just how I feel about it. There, there would 100% be a fight. 100%. Ten mm-hmm. years ago, there's a fight. I went to an NHL game like that. I don't even. Yeah, this was playoffs. Like that Leafs Tampa game. That game one. Thank God you didn't go. I know. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, I wasted money. Like, there's nothing, nothing. I felt for you for that one for sure. Nothing. You might as well have been at a Marauders game. Just nothing. <laughs> Well, Very yeah. sneaky chirp there. Just, that was good. Just nothing. <laughs> Marauders. Marauders. <laughs> the old junior A team yeah. in Dartmouth, man. Like, yeah. just, Jesus. Just, you could have told me there was five people in the stands at that game. I would have told you. It's just, I don't know. There's no that give up. I didn't get it's game one of the playoffs, but it's not a chirp towards the NHL or Toronto or Tampa. It's just, I don't know who to point a finger at. There was just nothing. And last night, there should have been something. The Leafs fans, that's what you got to point it at. Leafs have, the mo- Leafs have the most loyal fans, but th- they always talk about the problem in the building, right? The suits and everything. Well, they, they show that's up at been 10 going minutes. off forever. Like, I, I res- as much as I hate the Leafs, I do respect their fans in some sense, but they do have a problem with that just oh, atmosphere. Just joke. Yeah, that's a thing you can't it, fix, though. That's, yeah. just, that's, that's not a Toronto Maple Leafs problem. That's the Toronto culture problem. That's just like being in a huge city with the yeah, best yeah. show in town is your team. So yeah, The game started what time? Show. Seven? So yeah. most like CEOs, executives don't get off work, but yeah. they want to grab a quick bite. Yeah. That's just that's just that's Toronto. That's not a Leafs problem. That's just the Toronto problem. Apparently, all those guys. City. I don't know where I heard this or read it, but a lot of like the mocky mocks is what I call them. The suit guys, the suit dummies that sit down in the lower bowl. Obviously, number one, it's good clout for your business to have your clients there and you to be sitting there. But there's like a lounge, I guess, that they can all go to. Yeah, underneath. So they they're late getting to their seats because they're for good networking. reason. There's down there mm-hmm. and there's beers and food and stuff like that. So, but I liked what Checklet said, man. Switch up the lower bowl and the upper bowl <laughs> yeah, for yeah. a game and watch the difference. Yeah. Because you sat in the upper bowl, that's where the crazies are. Oh, my God. That's where the hockey fans. I'm not saying these guys in suits aren't hockey fans, but there's hockey fans and then there's hockey fans, yeah. you know, that go home and went to the game live and then go home and watch the highlights fans. Yeah. Like, that's... There was police up in that upper bowl the whole time just kicking people out, telling them to stay quiet because it was just rowdy. Even though the game was awful, those fans up there did not care at all. They were just there to support the team. 
guys up there were just going nuts and so they're there with like their girlfriends the girlfriends there just texting but there's guys there like up there wearing sweatpants just going nuts they got gray sweatpants they got the leafs jersey on they're just cheered just i thought they're chirping hall they're cheering for marner oh it's just it's the best one it's it's just it's it's exactly what you think it is up there it's a zoo with a bunch of experts that some of them know sure maybe what they're talking about but most of them don't and they're just going nuts but the fa- it's not about what they know and don't know it's just their energy and their energy is high mm-hmm. and it was awesome it was cool to see in that aspect and the fact that they were losing and they were chirping their own team and like they're oh, oh, that's yeah, the leafs right the, there but it was yeah. awesome in a there, you could see one guy just like he was he wanted to take it off he's like oh God, it's only game one <laughs> he's like i can't reach the ice yeah, from yeah, here yeah, with it yeah. anyway yeah. who's so. the punching bag this year for the leafs now that hall's gone uh reeves right now it seems what every there's this big debate now well yeah like that's the thing it's mixed though right like people are saying they've had enough of them but he one thing i liked (laughs) about game game 12 yeah man because they're a lot of like you know the armchair scouts and the armchair coaches are are going he's useless to the team like he's only playing six seven minutes maybe not even that and it's like well yeah that's the whole purpose but what he's doing is the first thing i'll say he's doing is the media attention is now basically revolved around him. He's always got a sound clip or a sound bite that comes out. So now the focus isn't on Willie and his lack of defensive play, which that hasn't been the case this year, but normally Hall, those kind of things. It's Willie all Reeves now. Unbelievable. Like Reeves came out in the opener and gave the flex. Yeah. And Treliving loved it. He was laughing, right? So it's like a lot of that is revolving around him. So he's taking, not only is he creating space on the ice, in my opinion, even by not being out there, he's creating space in the outside orbit that we call the media in Toronto. So, like, a lot of the focus is going off the star players and Whoa. what they may or may not be doing, and it's all about what's Reeves going to say. Is he going to yeah. talk about Wi-Fi and how I he's wonder gonna, if that's part nice. of the, I wonder if that's part of the plan. Yeah, that is nice. Like, I know. wonder if that's part of it. If, I wonder if they brought Reeves in, like, hey, look, Reeves, we kind of need you to be a distraction so the other guys can breathe. How right. do you feel about that? I wonder if that was a conversation. Maybe. That's how I see it anyways. And then people are just not, they're like, he's not NHL. And I'm like, dude, the, you don't sign Reeves to put up 20 goals you sign them so your other guys can put up 20 goals so that if someone touches somebody or just even eliminating the thought process of greasing somebody mm. you know damn well you go to Miramichi when we play junior mm. you hate that guy but they got that big dummy over there and he doesn't care about you he doesn't so even now know what I'm not day even do anything is. yeah right so <laughs> he's creating space on and off the ice in my opinion yeah he's not the greatest hockey player he's fucking 10 times better than any of us yeah. right but it's like I don't know, man. It's an e- he's an easy scapegoat, and I think he he brings that on. And I think that's part of his teammate aura that they really, really enjoy having him in there. Mm. A little more hype, too, right? He kind of, like, loosens the room a little bit. He's mm-hmm. always doing big shout-outs and announcements and stuff. That's... Instead of being uptight Toronto, yeah. Jesus Christ, the media's out there. If I don't get a hat trick in my third straight game, they're going to eat me up, right? So, yeah, I, I, I like him. Do they play tonight? No, tomorrow, yeah. I think. Do you want to talk about your old Edmonton Oilers there? I thought McDavid yeah. was done for the year. He was out there skating. Come on, really? Out there skating, yeah. man. Uh, before you Finally. go on, before you go on your rant, I was watching some of those highlights <laughs> this morning. Man, they can zip the puck around. There was like two highlights where I was like, "Oh, that's a power play goal." They zipped it around. No, no, no. That was even strength. Mm. Just Drysaitel, McDavid. There was a shot from the point. I don't know. It doesn't matter who took took the shot from the point, but McDavid put a guy in a pretzel in the corner, passed it over to Drysaitel behind the net. Drysaitel to the point, slapper from. Bouchard. Oh my God! But the play That's before sick. the the shot was nice. Whatever. Yeah. But the the combination between McDavid and Drysdale was just oh I I I could Dice never. Section. No one in this room times twenty could ever do that if we practice every day. It's just unbelievable. I can't even do that next box. Oh, you know. You know it's, that's the thing. And that's one thing about hockey plays like that. Every, and a lot of like the highlights are just the shot or whatever. Oh yeah. But it's like, how did we get to the point where he had an open shot? Like, what happened? At the core of that play to allow him to have that good clean you know it was yeah. what you just described yeah it wasn't just chip it up the wall he kept it in he fired it on net like you're playing you know whatever lower lower levels when they just teach you if you have nothing yeah. fired at the net right? so what's what's oilers nation thinking right now what are they saying uh, give me the pulse give me the give me give me some heart you here. want the pulse give me, what are they thinking it's, it's been a tough start to the season well you came in with the expectations like you know don't give me the obvious give me the give me the pulse give me the the pulse don't, don't give me the, <laughs> the obvious. pulse is that the season started last night okay that's the pulse see that's what i'm looking the for the season started at the heritage classic last night give me some heart and here. the first eight games don't matter you know, long scheme of things, doesn't matter. The season started last night. 
McDavid's back. He even said in his interview after he was showing some emotion out there. Here we go on the big thing. He was said he said I don't know what we were doing the first seven games, what that hockey was, but that's not the Oilers hockey. He must be listening to the podcast. I think he is. Yes. Also, he's going, Connor. The Edmonton Diamonds have gone up. Actually, (laughs) let's go. Well, yeah, the season started last night. We were tied for second last in the league. Eighty, you know, however many games left. I mean, it was only eight games into the season, so you know, seventy-three to go, seventy-three to go, and that was a huge win, man. Calgary stinks like usual. <laughs> Oilers are coming out. This is this is the time to turn it around. We don't play till Thursday, so now it's like a four four day break for the guys, but it's coming back around, Justin. This what, is it. What do you think of Edmonton's jerseys last night? I actually liked them. <laughs> did you not like them? I love them. Did you? I did. I love yeah. anything like that. What did you think about the brown pants? We had a long discussion at my uncle's about the pants and the gloves. I thought they were good. They could have gone a little darker, but I liked where their head was at yeah, with it. Like diarrhea brown, but... I, I hope you're... What do you want me to do? They got, I hope they, your shit don't are, look are like that. Are they wearing those throughout the year, those jerseys? Because sometimes, no. like, I remember when Pittsburgh had, like, their outdoor winter yeah, game. Yeah, all like, the blue ones. Them. Yeah. Blue remember the one so Sid nice. got a concussion in? They yeah. didn't they ever warm again. Things like that. Yeah, no, no I think I think that'll probably be it for those jerseys. Auction them off. Get Auction some money. them off. <laughs> you like the pants though? I do because I'm a I'm a nostalgia guy. Yeah, uh, you guys know that. But when I look at the brown pants, I wasn't around for that era. But my old man is a it was a major hockey fan and like hockey just nerd, right? So I see all that stuff from back in the day and the actual clippings and newspaper articles of guys like in the brown gear. And when I look at it, look at it, it brings me back to just old school hockey. And that's kind of what I love. I'm not saying I don't like hockey now, but when you grow up in almost three different generations of the game, you tend to lean towards one more side that you like more, right? And I like the rough and tough old school stuff. So I like the the brown look. I want... Do you notice the (laughs) No. Some of the sticks had like the print of a wooden stick. Like Victoriaville oh, yeah. or yeah. like, yeah. like like that old Sherwood that came out. Yeah, like yes, exactly. Victoriaville. If like, they were real men, they would have just used a wood stick, though. That, imagine if <laughs> like on. Batman just made that a rule. Like our right, boys. So outdoor game, Woody's only, and like no slashing calls. So slash away. Did you see what they showed up to the rink in? Like sick. the workers, like the yeah. yeah That's like, one they of my went favorite all parts. In. They went all in. Because like, how do you deal. when you do those games every year? How do you? continue to draw for it like obviously the tickets are going to sell that's a one of those things that you, on your bucket list of hockey things to do but like how do you continue to like make it fun and interactive right so each year like boston showed up in the old red sox unis that yeah, time Pittsburgh with the alberta Pittsburgh, that's yeah, classic yeah. uh oil rig town the right Tuck, so they show uh-huh. up in the work hats and the in the vest and not to mention it's freezing there and these guys are showing up in fluorescent yeah. vests like million dollar guys freezing their ass off yeah, i love it to send a message yeah. too yeah. but it's also to show off your toughness right if you don't show weakness through that cold they're going and, okay. and that's the nice side of hockey. Like we talk about a lot the past week about the differences. Hockey mm-hmm. has that that grit left in it still, where the boys will show up with no shirts and the overalls. As long as everyone else is out. doing it, yeah. Like that, that, that's the thing about them not being too big, dog. Is like they they'll still do that. Mm-hmm. So it, you take what you can with that situation. But you're yeah, talking, so you're on three here. <laughs> I was on. No, you weren't. You were on yeah, two for one second. We're no, going man, back and come forth. on here. No, no, nitpicking. That was a, but yeah, no, it was, it was a good night and I think it's a, it has to be a turnaround spot. If I'm not panicking. If you're an oil rig guy and you work at the oil rigs, I'm a, I'm a fan now of hockey. If you weren't a fan before, they're dressing like me. They're representing my people. That's it. McDavid was dressed like a grease ball. Like I'm, I love Edmonton. I love Calgary. Let's go. I'll, I'll dig oil for the rest of my life. Let's go. Maybe I got nothing there, but you know what I mean? It's relatability. Yeah. If the Pittsburgh Penguins showed up, well, I'm already a Pens fan. If the Nashville Predators showed up to a game dressed like uh, like a podcast, like with a mic in front of them, I'd probably be a fan of the <laughs> Nashville Predators. Let's go. They represent my people, the podcast community. Let's go. Selling the game. That's Selling how you game. do it. Selling the game. How do you get people that aren't fans to be fans? Dress like them. Relate. Get, yeah, that, it does, you laugh, but like that is something where you... It is true. Think about scrolling through your phone, boys, and you're going... You're just you're in one of those days where you're just like scrolling, you're not even looking, and then something catches your eye. It's because it's something you relate to. Mm. right and that's how your algorithm gets built i'm not going to get too technical but that's what it is people scroll through and go what the hell was that uh stadium series work vests yeah oh my god that's that's what i look like today you know like you relate to it so you automatically you're attracted to it those third like the warm-up jerseys that they do in the nhl like there's like a la does like a mexican heritage night yes and then pittsburgh will do like a military night there's a cancer awareness night there's a so they're, they're they're attracting all these other types of uh I don't know, groups, 
demographics. Yeah. Demographics, yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're the NHL and you see all these, you know, oh, sorry, I just got a text here. Uh, he can give you a paper. Okay, I can wait. But um, yeah, there's tons of groups out there and everyone wants to be represented. That's the thing with these groups. People love to be in a group. Yeah. And if you can get into these groups and get these groups to like you, you can make money. And the NHL knows that and uh, they're going with it. Mm-hmm. Sure. They got rid of the, yeah, we'll get into that. That was tough. But the, what is it, t- tape or the pride jersey? So pride was, tape. Yeah, they tough. brought it back though. Oh, did they? Yeah. Because so the guy from Arizona went for it, eh? Yeah, uh, yeah. What's he played for the Leafs? Um, defenseman Dermot. Yeah. Uh, he was like, I don't care. I'm still gonna rock it. You can do whatever you want to me. But and I'm, they stopped know. doing it because like there was players that didn't want. To yeah, because it, it didn't line up with their beliefs or whatever. But I'm not gonna touch too much on it because it's a very. It could go either way with thought process. But for me, it's like, if you want to use it, use it. If you don't want to use it, don't use it. It's Real simple, you know? Yeah. Like, why? I just don't understand why we always have to make it a thing. Like, just, I want to use it on my blade. I want to support. That's great. Let's not take down the guy that doesn't want to use it because of something. Like, there's shit in everybody's lives that they don't believe in. Yeah. Or you don't want to be a part of. That's fine. We're humans. we got to stop forcing people to choose a side. Let them go down their own lane. Like, it's insane. Well, who gives a shit? Hog wear the hand. tape. That's great. I'll wear it with you, you know? And you might get more people to do it, but who cares? I know. Hockey, you know? just, but that's the thing. Hockey's so scared. Hockey oh is so God. hockey is so scared of what people think of it. If you just looked at hockey as a person and you like had a conversation with him or her, whatever hockey is, it's scared of the general public because it doesn't want to be judged. It just wants to fit in with everyone else. Yep. It wants to fit in with the NBA. It wants to fit in with the NFL. It just wants to be one of the bigger sports. So it's terrified to make a mistake. But trying to cover their tracks before they happen. Want, but what does know? that tell you? That's like admitting guilt before. You know, like, I don't know, that that kind of stuff pisses me off because who cares, right? If you want to wear a bucket hat and you don't, I'm not going to not believe in one of you guys because of a choice you made. Like, who cares? Who cares? Stop forcing people to choose. And if they don't choose what you believe in, stop dragging them down. That's my point. Yeah. Just wake up, have a good time. That's all exactly. you got to do. It's not that tough. You want to wake up to a podcast, do a podcast. You want to wake up to a stream, do a stream. You want to wake up, comb your hair over, comb your hair over. You want to wake up, be an Edmonton fan, be an Edmonton fan, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want to wake up and be a fan of five different teams? We can sit here and argue, but I'm, I'm not going. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> that was low. <laughs> <laughs> to the core. I'm a fan of that coach in a hockey game. That's what I'm a fan of. Not five right, teams. Right. The combination of the two. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm a fan of. I had, to get, I had to rent a U-Haul to get that van in there. That's a hard-working <laughs> coach. coach right there. I picked that up, put it in. I'm a fan of that. Could have just rented dudes and he would have brought it in, but. Really? Just walked. Yeah. What would you say? I'll lift that bench by myself. <laughs> On the, and who in gets the, a, the drive. Who gets, a flu in, who gets the flu in June? August. August. <laughs> um, did a podcast podcast with uh, Sawyer Hannay the other day. Uh, Country to Liberty. Very cool. He's doing them uh, remotely. He had a really cool. He didn't use Zoom. He didn't use Google Meets. He, I forget what Riverside. I think it was called. Cool app. Anyways, there was no, uh, there was no like lag or delay or okay. anything like that. So I'm gonna look into it to potentially start doing more remote podcasts. I really liked it. I think he said he paid like fifty a month for it. But anyways. that really opens up the doors for people away, yeah. right? Especially with these maritime hockey guys and yeah. and what they know and where people are. Yeah, for sure. Right. So check but, in with people. Uh, Sawyer, man, I completely feel like we're going. And I didn't even know we were recording. And like, I did know we were recording, but like, it didn't even, like, we were having a conversation before the podcast for like 10 minutes on it. And then he goes, okay, ready? Three, two, one, we're going. And then we just kind of picked up where we were already talking about. It wasn't even like, he's going to do well at it. As long as he's consistent with it. Like it was a great podcast because we didn't even like feel awkward or tension or just, it was just like, Hey, how you doing? How's life? Remember the time we did this? Remember the time that happened? And we just kind of went for like a man, maybe two hours. And it was great. We talked about like the no fighting in the queue thing. We talked about our company. We talked about his company. We talked about what hockey's missing. We talked about challenges as an entrepreneur. We talked about a bunch of things. But he made uh, he made me feel really comfortable. And he didn't make a mistake that early podcasters make, which is interrupting the guest. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He shut up and he let me talk. And I did the same thing for him. And most podcasters early on yeah they get nervous jittery they talk over people and it doesn't sound the best but he didn't do that so yeah i don't know i'm excited to see when it comes out i think he said in i think he said he's trying to get like eight episodes banked and then which is smart we still haven't 
caught on to that. But, uh, <laughs> I remember you saying that about a year ago. Yeah, Let's I start know. making episodes. <laughs> we got other stuff to do. But, uh, but no, I'm excited to see it. Yeah, he was good at it. Yeah. Good chat. I think if there's anything we know from him is he gives a shit. That guy works his tail off all the time. He's constantly okay. going. He cares about stuff. And one big thing that I took away from that was the fact that you did that for two hours. Because we know you don't like to do... You like the in-person effect of the podcast and stuff, but you're kind of limited during the season as to who you can have on. But the fact that you stayed locked in for that long on a an air call, is yeah. what I call it, it says a lot yeah. about him, about the setup, and about the program that's being used. So definitely look into that because yeah. that opens up so many more doors. Oh, my God. And just like even checking in on guys overseas, Tyler Hynum's first guy that comes to mind. Yeah. Quick, quick little shot. How's life down there? People want to know what it's like because... Let's be real, fellas. We cover a lot of minor hockey, and when these minor hockey kids can see that there's more options out there than just the show, that opens up so many more doors for them too, yeah. right? So if you can look in, you get a quick snippet with Heinem. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm living in a spot here. It's great. We got this nearby. This is happening. The fans are awesome, blah, blah, blah. We get this, 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 and this. Kids are going, hmm. That's an option. That's an option, and if I don't make it, there's still stuff out there. So, right. yeah, that's sick. Sawyer's a great guy, and I could I could listen to him talk all day man yeah got all the support in the world for hammer all the time what's happening right now in the world of baseball <sighs> just the world other than the world series yeah um, what would you say that someone hit a bird so in 2001 randy johnson hit a bird i think everybody at this point who follows baseball has seen the clip or sports it's on every highlight blooper reel there so is. that Top was in 10. a preseason game if i'm not mistaken 2001 hits a bird obviously dis- disintegrates the bird um, there was Duck Hunter, the old Duck Hunter game. They came up with a version of it for Randy Johnson throwing baseballs at ducks, like just people putting their own spin on it. But this year, so let me go back. In 2001, that happened in preseason. The Diamondbacks went on to the World Series. I th- think they won. I'll have to check that. But they went to the World Series regardless, okay? So almost a quarter century later, the pitcher for the Diamondbacks, Zach Gallen, hits a bird in warm-up. What, this year? This year. They go to the World Series. Okay? So that's the first point, which is crazy. 2001 hits a bird, Diamondbacks go to the World Series. When was the last time you guys heard the Diamondbacks even relevant in baseball? We don't get to watch them. That's the first thing. But It's the week ago. (laughs) Exactly. That's my point. And nobody, we didn't know that the Diamondbacks went to the World Series in 2001. I searched it. Full transparency. Back then, their jerseys were purple, weren't they? The purple and like teal almost, which nasty. were nasty and pinstripes, yeah. my yeah, bad. Better than the ones so they got 23 now. years later, or whatever the math is, he hits the bird, kills it, obviously, and then they go to the World Series. Is that not fishy to you guys? Like, not fishy, but is that not weird? Like, it's almost like I'm one of those meant to be, like, poor bird. I'm not sitting here saying, yeah, yeah kill animals, but... Um, That's very weird. Makes you think in higher powers. So now I'm sitting... I think they did win in 2001. They did? did they? Yeah. Yep. Um, so the, the year he hit the bird. They beat the Yankees, yeah, actually. the Yankees. So the year he hit the bird, pitcher, and then it happens again this year. They happen to be in the World Series. It's 1-1 now in the series, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. You just It's kind of one of those things where you go down the path and then you start to dig a little deeper and you're like, okay. Lots of weird things have been happening. But now they're back in the World Series and they have an opportunity to beat Texas, who has never won a World Series in their history even really? with no, even with Nolan Ryan in all those years. So yeah. They've won like as a team that became the Texas Rangers, like you know how NHL teams yeah. leave a city mm-hmm. and go to a new one. Um they've done that, but in their Texas Ranger era have not won a World Series and quite frankly, I think they've only been to one final of the Commissioner's Trophy, which is correct, fellas. By the way, I was listening nice. to that. Dust. Nobody calls it that because dust, exactly. Let's win it for the Commissioner. No. It's the World <laughs> Series, baby. Put the world put the word world in front of anything, and you're going to fight for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a well So said. this is their second World Series. So just like weird things like that, right? And that's, this is, you want to talk about selling the game. Diamondbacks and Rangers World Series. What do you think of when you think World Series? You think Yankees, Red Sox. You think L.A., any team in L.A., and the Yankees or whatever, any of those touch high us, Touch them all, Joe. Astros, exactly. <laughs> Garbage right? cans. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I took away. I'm watching it. Obviously, I love baseball, and the golf course is slowing down now, so I can actually stay up and watch the games and, and kind of dissect it a little bit. But I think it's great for the game to have these two teams in it. I really do. Now, the Different. flip side of this with the Rangers is all this Jays bashing that we're having because of the Moreno and the Lourdes, Lourdes uh, Gurriel Jr. trade. So the joke online right now is that it's like the, the Blue Jays prospect pools in the World Series right now. So, like, Marcus Simeon. 
uh, Moreno with the Diamondbacks, Gurriel Jr. with the Diamondbacks. And anyways, but it's easy to look back. Hindsight's twenty twenty, boys. It's easy to yeah. go. You don't know if these guys stayed on the Jays if they're going to perform like they did. There's a magic in the room, and you guys know this. And if you talk to any pro athlete or any athlete at all that's on a winning team, there is an element in the room. There is a it's a special feeling that you can't even really describe. It's it's the belief in the guy beside you that no matter what, we're in the bottom of the ninth, we're down three, two outs, this guy's going to get on. You believe right to the very end. That's what winning teams are. You can have all the best players in the world. The Diamondbacks, dude, like the Diamondbacks are playing like that Bantam Bantam Atlantics we did. Remember how every guy stole every pitch? They don't do that, but they have 20-some stolen bases. Like they're running, they're playing small ball, they're sacrifice bunting, they're bunting for base hits. They're not trying to go Vladdy Guerrero Jr. long ball or strikeout. You know, like it's just there's an element about their team. They have some big names. They have some guys you're going, who the – Like Vegas a couple years ago. Right, the misfits, right? So that's what's going on in baseball right now. I love what's going on with the Diamondbacks. I've always been a Diamond, but not a fan, but I've loved their purple and teal and all that stuff. So I don't know, man. It's a a fun year, I think, as far as not having my favorite team in. It's been very interesting to watch for me, and I went long there, and I apologize. No, I don't care. Game three tonight? I think so, yep. I wish I would have bet more with uh, Proline Stadium. I put some money on the Diamondbacks, but after that speech... (laughs) Should have put the host down. Shout out to Proline. I, I really think they're. I think they're gonna win the Diamondbacks. It's theirs to lose because yeah. of the bird. That but the bird. that sounds so stupid. But it's like <laughs> those are things, man. I'm telling you, like things that come back in history that you're just like, that's really weird. And and here's the other one. It was the the day but be- Gallon hit the bird this year. The day before the actual date that Randy Johnson hit it. So almost like 22 years to the day. It was the day before the anniversary. So like. Another tidbit that I missed that's pretty crucial in that story, but come on, boys. Like, that gives me the you know, and, and you watch, like, when they pan <laughs> to the benches, you know how you can tell a lot about body language? Definitely. When you pan to the Arizona Diamondbacks bench, those guys look like they don't give a shit, and it's not a bad way. It's like a, we can't be beat. You can't destruct us right now. No matter what you do, you cannot internally break us down, and we're having so much fun doing this because it's new for a lot of them, and you're getting that feeling of, oh, my God, the big stage. We're a bunch of nobodies that people thought – Turns out we're not. Now you're proven to yourself. You're proven to your teammates. Like, it's just, yeah, it looks magical in there. And then you flip to the other side where the pressure is on Texas because they had the best record start the baseball season. Then they slipped. Then they came back and they beat the Jays and all this other shit. And it just, it, it doesn't look the same to me. Now, clearly, I'm. that's just my eyes, right? That's the eye test from me. But, man, I, I just think there's something magic going on in Arizona. I really do. No way. Yep. All right. I'm going to watch. Yeah, you should. I'm putting, exciting. Mo- I'm putting money on the D-backs I kind of got chills. Let's go. Man, has anyone watched what's going on in Montreal? There's some magic there. The Canadians? They're never like, they're always in a game, but then they end up just winning in overtime. They just give the puck to Caulfield. It's, I'm dead serious right now. I'm not a yeah. fan, but I am a fan of the games. <laughs> like, the games are very entertaining. They're mm-hmm. a bunch of dogs. I can't sit here right now and not mention the fact that Justin Barron, friend of the show, has three goals in his past four games, a defenseman in the NHL, who was the seventh defenseman going into the year. He might arguably be the first defenseman right now. Yeah. Rockingham, right down the street. I can see his house from here. <laughs> three goals past four games. That could be three goals past five games. Don't, don't, regardless. Regardless. That doesn't matter. That's not the point of what I'm trying to get at right here. Stud is what I'm trying to get at. He's being an absolute stud out there. He took an off. Who got hurt? Defenseman for uh, Montreal. Matheson? Yeah. Sure. Let's just go with that. I think so. St- Barron got his opportunity and just ran with it, and he's not letting it go. So much confidence. He's playing like he's playing for the Mooseheads right now, just jumping up into every play, shots on net. Then he's going back and being defensively responsible, covering his points, just playing so – he's playing with so much confidence. You could tell at the – maybe preseason. That's preseason's preseason. But – you're not yourself if you're playing nervous, and man, he's out there not being uh, not being afraid to make mistakes, and he's not even making mistakes. He's making great plays. He's a big boy. They always his knock on him is that he's not being like physical enough in the corners and making that nice first play to the winger, the centerman swinging. Mm-hmm. But man, I haven't seen anything but physical play in the corners and nice first crisp passes. Three goals, five games played. Absolute stud, arguably the top two defensemen in the Montreal Canadiens organization. I think two games ago, he had 24 minutes played. 24 minutes played. What are you talking about? Craziness. Just absolute insanity coming from uh, Justin Barron right now. And then the Winnipeg pay- played the other day. Both parents there. Mom wearing Winnipeg hat. Dad wearing Habs hat. Just got to love the Barron family. Just holding it down for the Maritimes. Putting on a show 
for Atlantic Canada and making sure us folks at home sitting down on that couch right there are entertained at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, ten o'clock <laughs> at night. So shout 11 out to 30. Justin. Yeah, Eleven thirty for me. No, man, they don't play. I'm talking yeah. not Edmonton. This is Montreal. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I'll say something on that note, and I think that stems right from the coach, Marty St. Louis. Since he's taken Ooh. over, they've had fun. Fun, and it looks like he's allowing yeah. those players to kind of play that the way that that got them there. Right now, you're allowed to make mistakes in hockey. Sometimes you make mistakes and people don't notice because you're not advanced enough to notice, number one. But number two is you make a play after that completely erases that mistake. Mm. If you give up a puck but then you score, who gives a shit that you gave the puck up? Yeah, you might address it real quick. Just be careful there. Good job to recoup. But I think Marty St. Louis, and that's what you said about Caulfield, he's allowing these guys, instead of playing, like there's a structure and there's a, a way that they play, but play what got you here. Play that way. Be the the offensive defenseman that he is. Allow him to jump in the play. Don't yeah. limit him to what he can do as his movements out there because that's not going to get your confidence, right? You see it with t- a guy gets traded from a team that's, I'll use the t- not 2004 New Jersey Devils, the trap, right, or Carolina. You throw a high offensive guy, high four-check guy in that system, it's going to mess him up a little bit, right? Yeah. It's going to take some time to adjust, but you will throw him in, get him traded at the deadline to a high-powered, high-flying offense. Watch what happens, yeah. right? St. Louis just allowed them to kind of play how they want to within his means, and yeah. I think that's what the fun and electric part of Montreal is, and that's why they love him. Maybe he's copying a little bit of, uh, who's the coach in New Jersey? Lindy Ruff? L- Lindsay Ruff? Lindy Ruff. Lindy Ruff? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. We'll just call him Mr. Legend. Ruff. Over uh, with Hughes. Hughes has the green light to do whatever he wants, and look mm-hmm. what look what's happening. And who right. who is Hughes's teammate at the U eighteen development USA U eighteen development team? I think it's called National Development Program. Who's yep. his partner in crime? Who's his Batman to his Robin? Cole Caulfield. What does Cole Caulfield have right now in Montreal? If you ask me, he has like a middle. He has like a little bit of a yellow green light. Definitely doesn't have a red light, but he's got a long leash there in Montreal and St. Louis, letting him go do whatever he wants to do. He does make a couple more mistakes. Like I don't, I'll, I'll admit, I don't watch New Jersey games that often. I'll watch the highlights, and Hughes is doing it, whatever the hell he wants to do. But uh, Cole Caulfield also has a very, very long leash in Montreal, and he's just letting him do what he has to do. Mm-hmm. And then he's putting up great points. But Newhook too, man. Newhook's playing so well up there. Another guy playing that's so in there. well, and you can tell he's a Stanley Cup champion. I know it's what is it, third, fourth year in the league. He's still pretty young, but. I, I just don't see a false note coming from him. Mistakes, rare, mm-hmm. rare. So defensively responsible. Takes hits to make plays as Anderson's coming through the middle, even though I know Newhook's the center, but they play such a weave type of game. But, yeah, just no no defensive mistakes. He's always making the right play, taking the hit to make the play. All good? Yep. Um, just, I don't know. Montreal didn't look good to start, but the past, I don't know, five games, they they're just never out of it. I'm not saying they look great. I'm just saying they're, they they will not quit. St. Louis will not allow that. Because if you look at his career, he's just the guy who never quit. He's the guy who kept showing up. He's the guy who kept knocking on the door. He's the guy who won a cup. He's the guy who always had to fight for, what is it, the last bone at the the, the last bone at the bowl? He was the last pup at the bowl to get the bone? Either one of those worked for me. Something I know like what you're that. Saying. Yeah. He's always, that's how Montreal is this year. No one's going to give them any respect. No one's going to go in there and think, oh, this is going to be a tough game. But Montreal's going in there every game and just fighting. Just fighting. Just a bunch of guys who want to win. Mm-hmm. It's a great, great uh, It's a great thing to watch on TV right behind you. And they're always on TSN. The game's never blacked out. No offense to the Leafs, but the Habs are always on there with Lindsay, uh, Kenzie Lalonde just firing off stats. they mm-hmm. got a great broadcast over there with TSN right now. They know what they're doing. Yeah, Montreal is, is there's something to be said about not having anything to lose, you know? When mm-hmm. the, the whole storyline is you guys are going to soccer or you're rebuilding or a mid-rebuild yeah, or whatever, and you don't have anything to lose out there, when you play loose yeah. is when you play your best, right? Yeah. When you're playing tight and uptight and scared to make mistakes, that's that's where you're going to fail. the Oilers right? at the start of this year, right? and too that's much pressure. Exactly, right? Yeah. And it does have a factor. It does. Maybe they don't say it does. Oh, that's just chatter, but you, we're – Everyone's a human playing a professional sport. And they all have their own little things that they deal with, confidence-wise, all that stuff. But Montreal's hump firing. As much as it pains me to talk about Montreal, I'm not hard of a Leafs fan. But for the sake of the podcast, I will agree with all this stuff. And Newhook I'll jump on because he's another product of a different style of game. He was bottom six in Colorado. Now he's getting a top six look. He gets a new opportunity. What does he do? He runs with it, right? Marty St. Louis went from coaching Pee Wee AAA boys to the NHL. 
Montreal's firing on all cylinders right now, and, and as much as I hate to say it, they're never out of it, I don't think. No. We watched the game the other day at the cottage. My dad, I don't think I've ever watched a Montreal Canadiens game in English with my dad ever. In the last weekend, we watched it uh, in English just because he wanted me and Sebastian to sit in the room and watch it with him, I think. Because sometimes if it's on French too long, I'll just get up and leave, go watch a game <laughs> with my laptop. But the other day when we were at the cottage, we watched it in English. And I was there the whole time watching it. And it was a hell of a game. Whatever weekend it was, two weekends ago. And, uh, yeah, I'm invested. The Montreal Canadiens are here to stay. Don't roll your eyes. <laughs> no, we just talked about how they were an up-and-coming team. Yeah. yeah, I'm saying they're here to stay. They're in, they're in the fight. Yeah, well, I want to see them play the Sens. I want to see a Montreal mm. Sens game, see where they're at Man, there. And they look good against... How much time are we at right now? 55 minutes. Jesus, trust <laughs> Do we want to... Uh, Buddy, I'm having a great time. I know, but we've got like other... Um, Ottawa looked great against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is... I'm not... It's too early to tell about Pittsburgh. But Same with a lot of teams, yeah, though. It's, it's, eh, I'll leave that. I was going to say, maybe I'll say... Talk about what I did with Pittsburgh. Do you think that's relevant or not? Let with it Pittsburgh. Like what I did, what I sent to Pittsburgh. Oh, the gitch? Yeah, there's nothing to send this say nah let it be yeah we'll see what comes from it yeah leave that in the pot yeah i like what you said about ottawa man i'm a, as far as i'm a leafs fan i'm the battle of ontario i love watching ottawa obviously i'm i'm leaning towards guys that are from here right and you just like it feels like you almost have an emotional investment to guys that you've met you know like from oh, nova yeah. scotia especially now where we're in the spot where we can put the spotlight on things you just feel like I can't miss the Baron game or like, you know, I can't miss the game that the Barons play yeah, against each yeah. other. And we talk about Justin, but Morgan, man, kind of going undercover in Winnipeg and just yeah. doing his thing, right? The guy that probably never really got looked at as the guy that's going to stick. Yeah. Look He's at sticking. him now. I think that that whole warrior phase that he went through with the stitches and stuff really kind of makes you go, okay, if this guy's willing to do this, maybe we'll, he can be contagious for our yeah. other guys, right? The name of the company is Eye Button Sports. 100%. Did you tweet that today? No, I should. <laughs> With a glass of scotch. <laughs> yeah, that was no, a gift. That was a gift. Um, does anyone want to say anything before we wrap it up? I think that we're, we're good. I, You know, you guys want to say anything? No, my only thing ever is just thanking people. I, I, it sometimes still baffles me that you look on a stream and you got 60, you know, 65 viewers on a live stream doesn't seem like that much. But when you're sitting there calling the game yeah. and you know you got 65 sets of eyes sitting there expecting you to give a good product, it changes the game a bit. So the fact that people are you know, to this day, I'll never stop saying this right to the very end of this. Hmm. Watching, supporting, liking, recognizing us, like just little things like that. It's, it's unreal, man. I'm not trying to be famous from this. That Let's be clear about that. I love this job. I want to see it grow and right to the very end, that's what I'm going to do. But, you know, to get stopped every now and then and say you did a good job. And honestly, sometimes it's nice to hear you didn't do a good job or you, you could do this better because that's what Monday us, meetings are for. It keeps us accountable in here and it keeps us, you know, you want to have that inner competition. That's what any good team is and that's what we are here as a squad. So, yeah, man, I, uh, I'm a big fan of everything that's going so far, and I can, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rest of it, as I know you guys are too. I love it. Jeff, you have anything to say? Ditto. Ditto. Love hey, it. Nothing to sell? <laughs> nothing to sell. <laughs> the live streams this weekend. That's it. All right. High Button Sports, that's the name of the company. God love each and every single one of you. We're keep grinding away. We're working uh, We're working for you. Don't think that this is for us. We're, we're working for you. We're trying to put uh, this part of the world on the map if it isn't already. Um, yeah. We're out. Go Jays. The man them too inconsiderate Five-star hotel smoking cigarette Mixing codeine up with a Finnegan She got thick but she wanna get Finnegan Drinking apple cider vinegar Wearing skim cause she wanna be Kim in them uh. Alright I know they are bad, stop acting innocent We ain't got generational wealth It's only a year that I've had these millions My whip could have been in a Tokyo Drift cars fast and furious I went from the Toyota Yaris to Eurus They had their chance but blew it now this girl want me and her uterus Fuck it, I'm rich, let's do it. it Take a look at these diamonds Wrong as a life for squinting Can't just stare With bae through thick and thin She already fixed so I'm halfway there <laughs> Brown and bad Could've changed my mind I was halfway there 100 meters I just put nine gal in a sprinter 100 eaters It won't fit in one SUV no. SOS Somebody rescue me I got too many, got too many, many I got. They could last me the next two weeks Alright 
Like send that address through please SUV, the outside white, the inside brown like Michael Jack More time and Bella line and trap Spend like I don't even like my stack Pistol came on an Irish ferry, let go and it sound like a tap dance The way that I bought, no yellow, the ref have to give me a black card Who did what we're doing with rap? Man couldn't sell out his show after all them years of doing a cat Sprinter, two gal in a van, in her Two men in my land heard one of my things dating P did he need 20% or whatever she bags Outside, my head in my hands I told her my name is Sam She said no the one on your birth certificate uh. Your boyfriend ran from that diamond test Cause they weren't legitimate uh. She Turkish Cypriot But her car's Brazilian uh. I want her My bro wants her affiliate I'm cheap, still hit a chip like yo Can I borrow your Netflix? She a feminist, she think I'm sexist Twisting my words, I think she dyslexic Give me my space, I'm intergalactic Before I give you my Insta password I'll give you the pin to my Amit <laughs> Alright This ain't stainless steel, it's platinum Dinner table, I got manners <laughs> T-shirt tucked in, napkin Still loading, that's the caption I've only amounted a minimal fraction Eat good, I got indigestion Best snow in my hood, no aspirin Can't get rid of my pain with aspirin Dave just came in at Aston I'm making that Maybach music They're trying to insult my intelligence Sometimes I may act stupid I never went uni I've been on a campus Selling cocaine to students If bro let the drumstick beat Then something gone leak We ain't playing exclusives Take a look at these diamonds Wrong as a life for squinting Can't just stare With bae through thick and thin She already fixed So I'm halfway there <laughs> Brown and bad Could have changed my mind I was halfway there 100 meters I just put nine gal in a sprinter 100 eaters It won't fit in one SUV No SOS Somebody rescue me, I got too many, got too many, many, all I got They could last me the next two weeks uh, huh, Alright, let's send the address through please Fire for a wife, beat, I can't rock with that, I ain't wearing a vest Man have to send her therapy, she got an E-cup bra, a lot on her chest I'm in Jamaica, Orica best Hit a lick when cash converters, that don't work, it's poor no chest I'm doing more and talking less I love chilling with broke bitches, man, but one flight and they're all impressed I'm in the G63, the car hug me like a friend through twist and turns Man living for nyash and dying for nyash is fuck Don't know which one's worse, I'm fucked Bags in his and hers, what's hers is hers, what's mine is two Heard that girl was a gold digger, it can't be true She dated you, AP baby blue, papers pink, I probably hate me too You ever spent six figures and stared at Bay like, look what you made me do Yeah Started with a cue, didn't wait in line Weird, I'm asking my blazing man Why you so focused on your Asian side? I know that the Jack boys pray that they get to the clubs and Dave's inside 